this is Daylight and Moonshine with me, Daytime G. I actually got this one in in the daytime. <laughs> uh, but today's topic will be how should we be raising our kids? Uh, we're going to get all the way into that topic. And we have a special guest with us today, Asha. She's a licensed clinical social worker, and she's got a whole lot to add to this topic. You know, I cannot personally wait to hear what she has to add to this. She's a, a very knowledgeable woman. So please stick with us. It's going to be a good show. back to the damn podcast y'all episode 17 and today i have a special guest with me asha like i said before she's a licensed clinical social worker and uh, she's gonna add a whole lot to this topic and um we'll go ahead and dive in she she has a clothing line it's just clothing or is it other apparel it's a statement t-shirt line statement t-shirt line and i love statement t-shirts i gotta i gotta get with it it's it's definitely something I like getting into. It's called Uncursed Apparel. Um, she's got some really great, great shirts. And I gotta get, I gotta get with the program. I gotta get this one replaced and get, <laughs> <laughs> and get the uh I think I saw a healed shirt. I really like that one. So yeah. um welcome to the damn podcast. Thank Asha. you for having me. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. It's definitely an honor. Um just to give everybody a little bit of background, a friend of mine, a mutual friend that we have sent me her video where she just went live. I think it was on IG and mm-hmm. she was just saying how she felt. And, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I really resonate with what she's saying. And then the friend sent another video, just random. I'll, you know, she sends me videos all the time. And a second video was on the same level. And I was like, I got to meet this person. And better than that, I got to have her on the show. So here she is. Thank you for agreeing to come. Um, <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Just so you know, I'm working on this public speaking thing through your podcast. <laughs> we all hey, it's, we all are work in progress. Trust me. If you go back to a couple episodes ago, I'm, I'm all over the place. So it's it's a very relaxing, open sort of energy here. Put your feet up. Yeah. yeah. Have a have this relaxing, you know, non-judgmental at all. Um right. so, so tell us a little bit about before we get into the topic, tell us a little bit about this uh clothing line. How did that get started and what is it all about? Okay. Uncursed really was just birth about two months ago. Mm. It's kind of been cooking and resonating with me for the past couple of years. So just a little bit of the backstory, I have been working in a child welfare field for a number of years. 
so um, on top of my experience and my own family dynamics with trauma and abuse and kind of being the one to kind of break generational curses in the family. And then it's a t-shirt. Everybody loves a good t-shirt. So it kind of all just came together that way. So the statement t-shirt line was basically a conversation starter around healing and breaking curses in our family. So, you know, you wear a t-shirt, somebody see a t-shirt, and then you kind of having those conversations, conversations that a lot of folks and you know, uh, people of color mm-hmm. are not ready to have, you know, that infamous rug that we have where we like to sweep everything under it. Um, so it's Absolutely. basically a conversation starter. Um, basically, so our kids can do better. Um, so that's kind of how the brand got started. I started a couple months ago, like I said, um, and I've been going strong since then. Okay. That is awesome. Yeah. Like I said, just in a couple minutes uh when when i saw that video the first two episodes of daylight and moonshine was all about everything that you were talking about except for it was me you know um rj my buddy that i started this um podcast with started asking me questions it was so unrehearsed just like you and i right now you know we went over Mm -hmm. very minor details but the conversation is always super organic and we just go for it So he started asking me these questions and a lot of personal stuff started to come to the surface, but I knew I was 100% ready to talk about it. You know, I had already been doing the, the, what they call shadow work. Now I've been doing that for years. So I was already at that point and all of it started coming out and it was all based on my childhood. Everything was started. It started back then. The episode, the first episode was called self. So that's what we're talking about. And everything went back to childhood. So when you were saying that about basically today's youth, it it resonated. It makes so much sense. And I have two kids. So it's just like I, I really I had this topic idea since the first episode. I didn't yes. know, you know, I didn't know how to go about doing it or whatever. I didn't want to talk about the same thing that we had talked about before. Um, but everything worked out. Everything worked out when I saw your video. I'm like, OK. Now we can talk about it, you know. Yeah. So in the traditional sense of of raising kids, um, I'm not too good at quotes, but there's something that goes close to like um, basically if if you've been doing something this one way for a long time and it's not working, you know, you got to You got to do something new. You know, you got to try something new. So. That what that's what kind of sparked this idea of let's talk about, you know, how we should be raising our kids as opposed to what we're doing. Um, I years ago, I decided to stop whooping my kids. Okay. I, I felt really bad. And this was a topic. And we talk about people of color like this is a, a big deal. And once again, we don't talk about a lot of stuff openly. Um but I felt some type of way about it. So I, I did that. I'm not going to dive deep into that, but it's just obviously relevant. I stopped whipping my kids and it was like this conversation that happened amongst family and friends. And of course, there's a lot of people that was for it. And there was very few that was against it. And, you know, I feel how I feel about it. But it was just a simple fact that we're talking about it that for me felt good. Um, what are some of the 
the things that you think we should talk about more? Like specifically, what are some of the things that we should actually be talking about? Well, as it pertains to our kids, um, just to piggyback on the physical discipline. In our community, physical discipline is connected to to love, right? I beat you because I love you. Right. So we connect love and physical dip, uh, physical dis- discipline, which is confusing because mm-hmm. discipline is painful, right? And then so we think that love is painful. Um, so it, it definitely is a thing in our community. I think with children, we just need to have more conversation about boundaries and love and safety in a healthy environment because we're we're raising kids, but a lot of us were not properly raised. Mm -hmm. And we have kids and then we're just supposed to have this handbook on how to take care of them when the family system is completely broken and unhealthy and, and filled with a lot of things. So I definitely think boundaries is the main is the main thing we need to have conversations about with our kids, um, allowing kids to be mentally and emotionally expressive. Mm-hmm. So the space for kids to come and talk to you and have a, a safe space to do that. Um, and love. Now, love means a whole lot of different things to a whole lot of different people. Some people it's an action. Some people it's what we do, how we show it. So depending on how that's been broken down in your family, you need a lot of it. So I think those are some of the things that we need to start talking about with our kids. Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, You said something that uh, we we talked about in a few episodes ago. Um, I can't remember, but there there was a a point that I did want to make with, okay, well, this is what we talked about. With respecting kids, a lot of a lot of people, and I don't judge anybody for the way they parent or whatever, you know, but talking just in general conversations with other parents that maybe my age, a little bit younger, the way they talk to their kids and the way they talk about their kids is almost like they're not even a person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I made a statement a, a while ago in another episode where I said, like, we... Uh, two things with parents and kids kids when you talk to kids they act like we've never been their age before you know mm-hmm. obviously that's an advantage that we have on that we've been their age we've been teenagers we've been young adults whatever but parents talk to their kids like they're not going to be adults one day so it's you know where's the balance in that you know we want it one-sided we talk to them and talk at them you know in a certain way without that that level of respect you know and I think that's, it, you know, nothing's, it's not the same as, as physical, associating with uh, physical abuse with love or anything like that. But it's still a form of, to me, is a form of mental abuse when you talk down to a person and make them feel inferior because you're an adult and this, this, and, you know, it's, it's just not right. You know, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's huge for me, you know, and I, like I said, I stopped working with my kids and I started talking to them like uh like they're young adults you know I, I feel like we're grooming them to be adults so why are we 
treating them in this manner, you know? Um, I think in our culture that it, it is natural for us to not give our kids choices. You mm. know, a, our culture feels like you're going to do what I say when I say it, I'm the parent. And that's just the way that it's going to go. Um, but what, do, like you said, what are we teaching them about relationships? Kids need choices too. It may not be the choices that they want. It could be something as simple as you're going to have chicken or you're going to have the pork chop. Yeah. Either that or you're going to have a bowl of cereal. Those are the options. Right. You know, they definitely do need to have choices. And a lot of the time when people are responding and talking at their kids, it's an internal battle. So when I was talking mm. about we haven't been raised, we just project our own stuff onto our kids, have unrealistic expectations of our kids. So it's just us projecting. So that's why it's important for us. I think I've seen something. It's important for us to heal ourselves so our children don't have to recover from being raised by us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that is that is <laughs> right on the mark. Right on the mark. I wish that people were more open to this. Like, uh, you know, it's it's crazy. So basically the first step is to really go within yourself and fix you first and heal you, you know. Um, in a perfect world, we do this before we have kids, but we know exactly. Yeah, yeah. We know that that you know, rarely happens. And, you know, that is what it is, but it's never too late. You find yourself being a parent out there already. And you're all, I, I told my ex, um, I've been single for a while now and I've been doing a lot of healing work on me. And I told my ex, um, you know, we were two broken individuals coming together in a relationship because obviously, you know, you talk to your partner and you know, you know a lot about them. They know a lot about you. But I found myself in multiple situations. It kept happening until I've, I've came and fixed me, um, where I was looking, I was looking, and with you know, in my partner to for some sort of help, for some sort of healing, you know, for some sort of comfort, you know, something that I needed to fix myself, you know. And the same way, just like with kids, I think just before you even get into relationships, that conversation need to be had. People don't, we don't talk, we don't talk in detail, you know, like we should. And I think that's the biggest thing is in communication. Um, so just going to, going to um, your uncursed apparel and the, the relationship of what we're talking about with uh, raising kids and all that stuff with this product. It's, it's awesome. Every, every time somebody sees that, you know, the shirts, every time somebody sees the logo, hopefully they'll think about the message behind it. Um, what is the biggest thing that you want to kind of get across with that? Like on the highest level, like what happens as a result of this, this apparel? Well, the big goal is to start a non-profit and the community and providing services to families to help them break these curses. So counseling, uh, whatever resources that a family may require, Uh, just to piggyback from the beginning. So with my work in the field and working with the department, 
and working in investigations and being a person that's in people's home, possibly removing your children uh, or not, um, is to provide services directly to those families somewhere that they can go and have an outlet or having a resource for them to not continue, I guess, in the same patterns. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask, do you feel like in those situations, do you feel like people are really open to that sort of help? Because, you know, we mentioned it before earlier, like, and once again, one one of my earlier episodes was definitely about this. Like we, as people of color, we don't go to therapy. We don't even look at it as an option. Uh, We're talked about if we are in it, you know? Um, Some people want to have conversations about it. Some people are aware. Some people understand that the things that are happening in their households and the things that are going on with their kids are not quote unquote normal or things that should be happening. So they understand that it's a problem and do want to have conversations about it, but it's just a lot of shame Mm -hmm. and a lot, you know, you know, I still hear a lot where people say, you know, I'm not crazy. I don't need to go to counseling. Right. So some people still feel like, you know, if I'm going to talk to somebody and that means something is wrong with me. That's that you stigma. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So but but some people are ready to have conversations about it. I talk to families. I'm in people's homes every day. And the story that I hear over and over again and, and kind of just working with the department and looking back, you know, because we have to look at the history with the family. And you go back and see that the mother had involvement with DCFS and her mother had involvement with DCFS. And it just keeps, it's, it's like a cycle. So, you know, I was around when you was a kid. Now you have kids and the same thing are happening with you, like trying to help people recognize that it's a pattern, yeah. you know, um, and it's not too late to change it. As we were speaking earlier about, uh, you know, having kids and the ideal way is to, you know, heal first, but almost all the time that does not happen. And it's okay because, you can grow and heal together because the biggest thing with kids is how we respond to the pain or the trauma that they may experience because that can make a break what happens to a kid as they grow into an adult. So if a child comes and discloses to you that something about their sexuality or comes and discloses to you that Uncle Fred touched them mm-hmm. and depending on what you say to them in that moment is going to almost determine what kind of adult this is going to be. So healing is a lifelong process. It's a journey. We're going to be working through trauma and pain, you know, for long periods of time. So it's how we show up when our, when our kids are bringing things to us. So us calling our kid a name and yelling and shaming at them, or letting them know that it's okay, it's safe, you know, this won't happen again or whatever the case is. So we got to do better so we can respond better to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had so many people uh, in my personal life that I know personally, a lot of them really close to me, um, come to me and say things like that. You know, in some cases, I was the first or maybe the second person that they've ever told. And these are adults, you know, um, a friend of mine, she said she did a study in college and she went around. I think she asked 200 people, um, all women, I think, um, 
if they had been or knew somebody that had been sexually abused. And I think she said all, but um, I, I think it might've been percentage. Uh, it was really high. I think she said all, but two of them said yes, which was like, for me, was like, wow. I mean, you, that's kind of, it's not off topic, but it's, um, it's kind of a, a little bit different from what we're talking about, but just in general, when you, when you, bring it all together as far as trauma goes it's it's very relevant um i was taken from my mom when i was a kid and when i tell you that was the start the starting point of like trauma in my life you know that's where that seed was planted i talk about um you know finding the seeds that that's planted that's what you have to do when you cleaning all this stuff up and I didn't realize so much stem from that moment. I remember that exact moment like it was yesterday. And then when we got in the car and we was driving away. I blacked out. You know, I literally I cannot even tell you what happened after that or where we went or how long we were there. You know, and. Um, from my situation, I, I feel very blessed, you know, for the way it, it, it ended up turning out. But there's a lot of kids that don't get. That, that's why when like when you said that you do this, you know, every day, that's like I commend you for that, first of all, because I know that's not easy. Um, no, it's not. Thank you. <laughs> I know it's not easy. And we definitely need more people like you out there, especially coming back and doing your own thing and still in that same line, trying to uh, push the healing process as opposed to just, oh, it's just a job or whatever and do my job. Um, or even getting into it and losing that passion for it. Uh, but yeah, I commend you for that. That is, that is heavy. Um, but there's a lot that needs to be talked about. There's a lot that needs to be healed. And I think this is a start us talking about it. Uh, you doing your line and just keeping the talk going, you know, it's very important, but yeah, definitely therapy. I didn't go to therapy until I was an adult. Uh, but I would recommend either that or some form of therapy. I went, I went there, the traditional therapy, and then I started going into like spiritual healing. So meditation and, you know, that line, which is definitely helpful also. Um, but something, you know, we got to do something. And um, yeah, I talk, I yeah, I talk to my kids all the time. I try to keep that line of communication completely open, but that's a lot. It's, it's huge. And I'm staying hopeful, you know, I'm staying hopeful that uh, we can continue or we can start to open this up and, and let this be more of a popular thing to go to therapy, to, to heal, to talk about trauma and all this stuff. And I have a lot of faith in it. I think I think it is. I think social media has been a platform. You know, mental health has been like a topic now, you know, mm -hmm. not that always been but now you know things are happening to other people uh more public figures are speaking up about it yes. you know yes. are, you know a lot more aware you know so that's where it starts so I, I do have a lot of faith that it's going to turn around hopefully i'll live to see <laughs> a lot of it but um the goal you know i, I definitely think it, it'll pay off um I have a lot of faith. You know, we just have to start, like you said, having conversations. That rug that's in our families, we we got to get rid of it, and we just got to start talking. That's where it's gonna start. You know, it's a lot of scripts. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. in our there's a lot of stuff, and we can't heal nothing that, like they say, you can't heal what you won't reveal. Can't exactly. heal what you talk about. Um, so we got to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Make it okay to talk about it. Make it, you know, normalize just having conversations about it. Absolutely. I, I tell you one thing. I've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations on this platform. The very the very last episode I had was um, called What's in Your Closet? And it was about, um, you know, people put that whole being in the closet thing with homosexuality, but it's related to everything. If you got something in your closet, it's something that you're hiding from the world. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same. Hopefully the message got across and they get lost in what specifically I was saying. But that was what was in my damn closet. So hopefully it was just highlighted that I was opening my closet up and revealing that stuff. And it wasn't easy. When I tell you I was sitting there with sweaty palms and stuttering and that was real because yeah. I've, I've always been a very private person. Not really. I wouldn't label myself as secretive, but just private, meaning, you know, it's just it's nobody's business. You know, but to be free, I have a friend. Uh, she is like one of the coolest people in the world. And I admire her for being she's like the the one person I know that's always and actually Rhonda's like this, too. Uh, she's authentically herself all the time. And I could not understand that. She's had conversations where I felt vulnerable standing next to her, having a conversation about her life, you know, and it was like. Instead of feeling uncomfortable for her, why don't I, you know, feel her sense of empowerment, you know, and I use that for myself and, you know, like, wow. So I did. I actually did. Um, I don't even think we even had that conversation. I told her I admired that in her. She's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just me. Um, but that takes a lot. It really takes a lot just to be yourself. And there's truly, when you're like that, there's nothing in your closet. There's nothing under the rug. You know, there's like you being you to the world. And that shame and that guilt, all that stuff is cancer. That's cancerous. You know, that stuff builds within you. You know, I truly, I'm a spiritual person. So I truly believe in um, things like that when it festers inside of you and you're keeping all of these secrets and stuff. That stuff festers inside of you and it, and it comes into a physical form, you know. And which is crazy, you know, uh, but yeah, I'm going to keep spreading the love message, you know, and I don't care what people think, you know, my friends, I got the, the or had the typical traditional male woohoo friends and, you know, I don't care, you know, the stuff that I talk about on here, I can't talk about on the side of the basketball court, <laughs> you know, I can't talk about like, you know, and you know, and drinking, watching the game, or whatever. So that's those aren't the crowds I choose to you know roll with. Um, and that's definitely not going to get no healing done. <laughs> definitely not. It took a long time to, you know, because I do the work. I think it, it it came a little more natural for me to like start telling my story. But it's but when the brand started, I knew that I needed to to talk about it and the yeah. message I get from people you know, being empowered about a story because I too am a victim of a whole lot of trauma from sexual abuse to physical abuse. So I had to start telling my story till it got comfortable enough for me yeah. to tell my story. And with trauma, it's easy for us to feel shamed about the things that we went through. You know, we, we were children. We, it was nothing that we could do. So it's what happened to us, yeah. you know, which 
had no control over us. It's actually a good book out there. Um, I think Oprah co-authored it called What Happened to You, basically. Mm. Um, and it's all about trauma and shame and, you know, our experiences. So it definitely is empowering to be able to speak and just be exactly who you are. You know, um, unfortunately, as unfortunate as my experiences were growing up, it definitely made me the person that I am today. So I have to, you know, uh, I guess appreciate that part of the journey as well and be okay with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about how you perceive things. Um, I say that over and over again. Um, took me a while, but I had to take sort of my moments. Like a shame was a big for me too. Like I said, just being taken from my mom and being homeschooled. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of stories that's a lot worse than what mine is, but I don't, you know, I'm not taking anything for myself, but yeah, shame played a huge part, but you got to get rid of all that stuff. Um, I'm, I'm super glad that you're here and you pushed through because it could have went either way. Some people take their trauma and they, you know, dive into drugs and, you know, whatever else. And they, you know, do just the opposite. So there are a lot of us out here that, you know, go the healing route and, um, we try to try our best to empower others. And it's um, a, it's like a, a, some other journeys at first <laughs> to yeah. them get it right. But I definitely appreciate coming out on the other side of it all and just wanting, you know, better for what's behind us. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. All right. So I have here, um, that I'm supposed to do with every time somebody come on for the first time, I'm supposed to do, I always forget, but I remembered this time it's called, <laughs> it's called the 10 from within. And I spin this little wheel on my, my phone. Okay. And, uh, I got a list of 10 questions. Uh, so whatever number the wheel lands on, I'll ask that that question to you. So here's my little bootleg wheel. <laughs> you can see it. Uh, okay. Okay, spin it. Can you see it? Yes. Yeah. Where did two? Atlanta two. Two. Okay. So question number two, okay. <laughs> so question number two is name the three greatest things on earth to you in your opinion. What are the three greatest things on earth? Wow, three greatest things on earth. I'm going to have to say, ooh. <laughs> Take your time. Children. Children. Yeah. Children. Food. Food. <laughs> Are you a Taurus? <laughs> no, I'm a Gemini. You're a Gemini? Okay. I mean, <laughs> food. Um, three greatest things. I guess in the ability to learn something new every day. Yeah. I like that. I like those answers. Definitely. You know, um, my kids, man, no matter how much they get on my nerves, especially my son, it is something about them being in the car with me because, you know, uh, me and their mom split years ago and I would go and pick them up on my off days 
And just the feeling that I had with them being in the car with me, because it's the one thing that I, you know, well, the two things that I always worry about, yeah. um, you know, at work, just on every day when they're in school, I'm at work, whatever. But them being in the car with me, just physically right there, it's, it literally feels like I have no worries. I feel like I'm on vacation, no matter what we're doing, no matter where we are. And I tell them that. <laughs> I tell That's them cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if other dads feel like that, but if you do, you know, please say it to your kids, people. Let your kids know. Exactly. I let my kids know exactly how I feel all the time. <laughs> this generation of kids um, are not, quote unquote, talkers. You yeah. know, the phone, the game and everything that they're on. But when you meet a kid and they can have a conversation, it really lets me know especially when i'm talking to kids that somebody else is talking to them yeah very important so that's a good thing that's a great thing kids are amazing they really are yeah and food too (laughs) what we gonna do without food what we gonna do without food food? (laughs) i'm with you on that one (laughs) and okay well I really hope that you do. I know we're we're not we don't have a lot of time, but I really hope that you do come back and um, give some more love to us and spread some more knowledge and wisdom. Um, I see great things coming for you and the clothing line and everything else that you're doing. Like it's really remarkable. Is there a physical store or is it just um, online? It's just online. It's just online. Okay. So tell the people how can they get a hold of these hot items because i know as soon as as soon as i finish with this i'm going online and order me up some stuff maybe tomorrow but i'm gonna definitely do it i appreciate you um the website is uncursed21.com um and that's how you can get the t-shirts i do have sizes small through 4x okay. um i may not have the color that you want but i do have every size available i'm gonna say that and shipping is free. I plan to keep it that way as long as I possibly can. So, yeah, take advantage of that at uncurse21.com. Uncurse21.com. Awesome. I'll put the link below, definitely. Um, but, yeah, an amazing person uh, with an amazing message and some amazing amazing clothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to get the hoodies ready for the fall. But right please now do. I'm a hoodie person. Working on it. I'm a I'm a hoodie person. I'm I like sweater weather. That's me all day. Everybody's been saying that. Where's the hoodies? (laughs) It's a little hot right now. (laughs) Are you gonna keep the same uh the same design or you're gonna switch it up a little bit with the hoodies? Um, I think I'm gonna keep the same design, but I think I'm gonna go with embroidery Mm -hmm. over um the silk screen like these t-shirts are. Gotcha. Okay. Uncursed apparel, y'all. Go out and get y'all some today. And um coming soon is the fall and the winter line. <laughs> get in line behind me. So I'm gonna grab me a couple L's, maybe an XL in the in the in the hoodie. Um, but I'm gonna definitely grab some. Y'all grab y'all some too. So is there is definitely uh is there anything else that you wanted to add to this topic of how should we? be raising our kids. I got to look like this just to, you know, (laughs) how should we be raising our kids? Um, Is there anything else that you want to add to that, that you would like people to know? Um, 
I don't think it's anything in additional to what we talked about. What we talked about, I just want to reiterate boundaries and want to reiterate love and safe spaces for our kids and um, being mindful of even our facial expressions when our kids tell us things mm-hmm. um, and just giving them a safe space to be able to talk to you. Um, our caretakers, our primary caretakers should be a safe space. So just kind of keeping that energy open with our kids. Absolutely. I agree 100 percent. All right. Well, we are going to close it up. Great conversation. Um, Like I said, I would love to have you come back and talk more on uh, similar topics. There's there's a lot of healing that we have to do. Um, But you got folks out here that's willing to walk with you side by side and help you along the way. Um, And I really hope that everything comes together with with everything that you're trying to do, because it's a really good thing. It really is. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for agreeing. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I reached out to this. (laughs) I reached out to this lady on IG through a friend. I tried to get a friend to hook it up. It was, it it wasn't, it was taking too long. Like what, what'd she say? What'd she say? You talk to her? Nothing. So I reached out myself (laughs) and uh, told her who I was. She agreed to it. And here we are. So, really awesome lady like really awesome please support her um with this apparel uncursed apparel and definitely hopefully the the uh, non-profit is coming soon um but thank you for coming truly appreciate you and no problem and um like we always do i love y'all and we out